your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Last week, I launched an episode featuring Mary Shields, first woman to complete the Iditarod trail sled dog race. <laughs> well, I've received so many questions about Mary, dog teams, and mushing that I decided to do something different. <laughs> and I'm going live. <laughs> yes, indeed live with Mary Shields herself. It Well, herself was last week, but it was recorded. So <laughs> this time it's going to be live. It looks like it will be the weekend of March 27th. And as you can tell, I'm just so excited. So look for those uh, episode details for that live episode next week. And also, thank you again so much for supporting your positive imprint by wearing your shirt. Interested in inspiring others with your positive imprint? Check out my store, yourpositiveimprint.com, and click on the merchandise menu. Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI? Hello, this is Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive achievements inspire positive thought and action. Exceptional people rising to the challenge. Music by the talented Chris Knoll. Check out his music and learn more about him at chrisnoll.com. C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E. Fabulous music and lots of new music, too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Visit my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, where you can sign up for podcast updates and also follow this podcast. Under the play button is a subscribe button that will take you to easy links for some podcast platforms. You can also listen and follow my show from your favorite podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, and Amazon Music, or of course, listen from your favorite podcast platform. Please hit that subscribe, follow, or download button now. Remember, this is a free podcast, Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI? Today's guest is all about empowering your energy and strengthening your body. Kyla is the realistic trainer. She knows life happens, and realistically, you probably can't be at the gym five days a week for hours on end. But Kyla knows how to embrace that energy, and that energy is her positive imprint as she works to empower you to become purely strong and purely you. Kyla, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you because you have such an interesting background that doesn't include a lot of of athletic work in your background not like what we would consider oh you've been out bodybuilding your entire life and now you have this life now as a, a trainer and we're going to talk about that but first i have a question about your name so it's kyla <laughs> but it's spelled different than what I've ever seen it before. And I know you have a Filipino background, but I don't know if this is that, but it's K-I-L-A for the listeners, Kyla. So what is the background on that? So you interviewed my dad, Kirk Hardum. And so yes. 
That's my dad, Kirk. And then my mom's name is Blasilla. So the K-I from the beginning of Kirk and then the L-A from the end of Blasilla. And then they put it together and they made Kyla. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so cute. I never, ever would have thought that. I was thinking, well, maybe it's from your Filipino background. Uh, Wow. Have you ever been to the Philippines? I have, unfortunately, not yet. My brother and I really are, I think, the last ones that need to get over there. And one day, I really hope to get there, you know, because it's it's a beautiful place. And mom and dad, you know, tried to get us over there the last time they went. And, you know, we're, we're little adults now. So we're, we'll make time for it, you know. <laughs> well, I hope you do make it over there because with the background that you have, I know that people are just going to say, oh, my gosh, please help us set something up over here. And I bet you can do that. And you talked about your dad. You mentioned your dad, Kirk Hardham. So, yes, that was episode 92, Tragedy, Worlds Apart, A Community Comes Together. Mm -hmm. And your dad talked about his community service. And it sounds like the whole family has really worked hard at bringing wherever you're at the community and serving your community in different ways. And you are a strength builder. I I don't want to say bodybuilder, but you're a realistic trainer. Mm -hmm. And I love that, that you have defined yourself in that way, because reality is what I want when I go find a trainer. I want them to see my life as this is my reality. Right. So this is awesome. So how uh, did you get to this spot? Yeah. So the most recent of 2020, everybody's 2020 was crazy. I was working at a local gym in Austin, Texas, and we're very little boutique gym, very specialized gym. And we specialize in integrated strength and really teaching people like why they're doing what they're doing. And since we're a small gym and we're not a corporation, when the pandemic hit, it it was it was detrimental to us. There's only five of us that were working there and we had to just do with what we had at the time. And it was, okay, get on Zoom. Get on Zoom, keep doing what you're doing, adapt, show people how to do it. You know, you can't poke and prod people and and you know, maneuver them and say, hey, this is how you do it. It's like you have to talk them through it. And it was a big adaptation that we had to do. And so at that time, since it was rough on small businesses, we were technically a small business. So my boss had to make the decision of cutting our pay. And it, it was it was heart wrenching because it's like I've been working so hard to to learn how to do this even more than just a regular gym or, you know, a group fitness gym. And you know, it was just like, I, I can't live in Austin, which is very, very expensive to live there. I, I can't live in Austin on this paycheck. And especially during the pandemic. And at that time, you know, I was just like going back and forth trying to figure out, do I try to find a job in a pandemic? Do I, you know, what do I do? And so he, he just kind of gave us permission and was just like, hey, do what you have to do, you know, and we, we didn't sign a non-compete. We didn't sign anything like that. And I just told my clients, I said, hey, for a side gig, if you want to keep Zoom calling me, this is my price instead um, of what you're paying. And if you'd like to follow me, great. If not, it's it's okay. <laughs> like, I'll figure out what I need to do. And literally 90% of my clients followed me. And it really reassured me, like, wow, they 
they want to keep doing this and even in this time and adapt and adapting to how to train instead of being in person. And I must have done something right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and your boss was being that he gave you the permission to walk away and bring clients with you mm-hmm. is definitely, wow, yeah. such a greatness inside of him knowing that you were all struggling. Yeah. And I'm sure that he was setting up the gym because he wanted to provide the services to his community. Yeah. And, and at that time, again, it was, it was unknown at that time. It was like, how do we do this? We're all trying to learn together. And on top of still doing what we do, you know, which is a lot more integrated. It's a lot more getting to know somebody at their level, the realistic level. And, but it was also like trying to adapt, not just our own lives and our own training, but also try to figure out what's happening in our own clients' lives and their financial situations. And so when when I kind of pitched it to all my people, I just told them, I said, hey, I'm going to be as real as I can be on my end. This is what I do. This is what I want to keep doing. This is just how my life is going to be. And I'm going to figure it out. And if you want to come along, I would really appreciate it. But again, it's up to you because I know something could be going on in your life versus my life too. But this is my life. And I just laid it out there. I put it out on the table for them. And they came along. It came along for the ride, you know? Yeah. So what, what is the, well, first, what's your background? What, what got you even started Yeah, in, in this venture, in this journey? Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've been, <laughs> I hear a story coming. <laughs> oh, it, it's kind of, it's, I, you know, I'm 26 years old. I got some stories too, which is crazy. I've, uh, <laughs> I've played team sports my whole life since I was four years old you know, and I've always played soccer, basketball, volleyball, like I ran for track, threw for track, I did everything. I mean, and when I got to high school, you know, you start injuring yourself, you start really taking more sports seriously. And so I was in I was in the athletic training room, like, every other day, you know, I was just a tough, tough person, tough athlete. And, and then when I got to my senior year, I really tried to hone in on what I wanted to do in college. And figure out, you know, where I wanted to go. And so to take the leap to go to a different state from New Mexico to Texas was a huge, a huge deal for me. I was just like, I never saw myself going to UNM. I never saw myself like just doing some regular degree. I was like, there has to be something out there. And it's so funny. Like I didn't want to do soccer. I'm like, crazily enough, I did not want to do soccer. I've been a soccer player my whole life. I was like, no, dad, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I'm mentioning him for a reason. One of the colleges, I went to Concordia, Texas in Austin. It's a small D3 college. And I was like, hey, I'll be on the track team. I love track. I'll I'll sprint for them. I'll throw javelin, discus, shoplet. Like that's what my other love was. And they, they accepted me. They're like, cool, let's do it. The summer right before I was about to move, like a month before I was about to move, my freshman year, I get a call from the current soccer coach. She, she was a new one. She just came in. She's like, hey, I found a video of you being a goalkeeper. I just lost all our goalkeepers. Can you, can you play for us like in a month? And I said, she's like, you already accepted to the university. Can you just play for us, please? I need a keeper. And I was like, dad, what did you do? <laughs> I was like, I might have sent a video I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing it. You know, I went out there and, and 
I played soccer all four years. I actually ended up quitting track and did soccer all four years there. And, uh, and at that time, I chose to do kinesiology. So I did all sports, exercise science, anatomy, biomechanics, prevention of injury, all, all of it. And I, and I loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. And I was like, this is what I was meant to do. I've been doing sports my whole life. Like, this is what I'm interested in. So got my bachelor's in kinesiology to start off that love, you know? So it was really cool. <laughs> oh, that, that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then you ended up graduating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, with your, with your BA in kinesiology. Yep. And then, so technically my, my freshman year at the end, reason why I quit track was I actually tore my ACL. So it put me out for a year of soccer. So I actually redshirted and the coach, I got a new coach at that time, um, was like, hey, do you want to play a fifth year and go get your master's degree? And I said, all right. Wow. Yeah. So I actually have my master's degree too. And I got to play an extra year of soccer. So that's what I have my master's in uh, sports administration. Uh, That's what our nephew graduated with, an MA in in sports administration. So you got to play five years. So you, you really are an athlete, but on your website, you wrote something that you're not really an athlete, but you are. So I look at myself like I I'm an athlete, but like now it's just, I have an athletic background. That's okay. what I look at it as. So now you have kinesiology and sports administration under your belt now you're able to go out and live your dream. Yes. And that's where you kind of landed this job in Austin. Right before it, you know, I, I graduated and my now husband, my boyfriend, husband at the time, he he still had one more year than me. And I was like trying to figure out what to do. I was like, I don't know what to do with this degree. Like, I don't know what kind of job I should get. Like, I don't know what to do. And the slightest little opportunity I saw on indeed.com was an orange theory. And it was the front desk person. It wasn't even a coach. It wasn't a personal trainer. It was, you're going to, you're going to sell the memberships. And I did that for a year. And then I I got in shape again. Like, you know, after college, it kind of was like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just not going to do anything. And when I was going to orange theory, it's like, I got to work out for free. So I did it. And I got to a point where one of the coaches there, she actually worked at that other gym that I was talking about at the same time. And she's like, Hey, have you ever like thought about strength training? Not just like running on a treadmill or just going and taking a group class. You ever actually done strength training and powerlifting? And I said, yeah, I've touched a barbell, a barbell here and there, but <laughs> like, not really. I just do whatever is told of me. And, and so she got me to that gym and then I, I met my boss and kind of just stemmed from there. And he, what he taught me really like just blew my mind. It was like, dang, like there's a lot more in depth. And on top of that, I took classes on this during my kinesiology degree during all that. I never knew I'd actually use this thing, you know? So that's how I ended up at that gym. And I started powerlifting. I started lifting really heavy weights. So I looked at that as my new sport. I don't, I don't run anymore. I'm not a soccer player anymore. I'm a power lifter. Power lifting is just three main movements. And the movements are a squat, a bench, and a deadlift. And power lifting is about how heavy can you do that one time. And so I was so 
in, intrigued at this of like, how heavy can I lift something? And being a five one, you know, 185 pound girl, I'm like, dude, this is going to be cool and impressive to show people that I can do this and lift something like double my weight. It's like, oh it was very gosh. intriguing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. But then like, there's benefits to it. You can lift something really heavy and feel like you ran a mile. You know, you don't have to go run and feel like that. I could just lift that thing one time and I'd be out of breath. I'd be like, oh my gosh, how do I, (laughs) you know? And so that intrigued me too of like strength training is just as important as cardio as, you know, getting on a treadmill. And that intrigues me more than anything. And building strength around that, it comes out more and more research comes out. It's like strength training is actually pretty dang important. It's cool to know what's happening in your body when you're doing it. It's not just lifting something. It's like, I'm using this and this and this muscle, this fascia, this connection. And it's just really cool to know that stuff. Truly. Wow. And so what do you lift in your powerlifting? So (laughs) the last time that I did it, my squat was 285 pounds. My wow. <laughs> my bench press was 160 and my deadlift was 355 pounds. Oh my gosh. You're telling me. I'm like, how did I used to do that? <laughs> oh wow. Wow. And so then you you post COVID or not post COVID because we're not in post COVID yet, but during COVID right. it it went down. It's gone down only because we had to be at home. So I didn't have a barbell. I didn't have um, like plates. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. So I had to figure out, and I even had to figure this out for my clients because that's how I was training my clients too, was how do we do this at home? How do I not let people have to spend money that they don't have to? Because a barbell is expensive. Plates are expensive. People mostly don't have room for that stuff too. And especially in this time. And so we got crafty and that's the fun part about my job. Now I'll get on a zoom call and no one has everything, but I'm like, you know, what's weighted books. Oh, you have a book bag. Go put the books in there. Hold on to it. That's 20 pounds. That's 25 pounds. Let's squat with it, you know, and, and teaching them how to integrate with just regular stuff. One of my clients was like, Hey, I'm moving. I'm like, you know how you hear lift with, lift with your legs, not your back. That's kind of what I do. I do. I teach you how to do that in just your normal life, not just with a barbell. and Which is important because as we get older, we lose our torso strength. Exactly. And we end up using our back and then we damage, we hurt our back. Yeah. So a lot of what I do is also improving your daily life, but also educating educating you and saying like, hey, I'm not just working you out for an hour. I'm teaching you how to do daily stuff without hurting yourself. And- it's great. One of my clients, he's probably late fifties and you know, he's, he's actually my size. He's like, he's five, two, like he's a dad and he works at a, at a desk job all the time. And he, when he came to me in person, uh, back at the old gym, he couldn't even lift his arm past his shoulder height. And, uh, and you know, every day, comes in just mad and grumpy and all this stuff. And, but after we moved it, after we cleaned it up, after he'd just be so grateful. And this is all I need. I just want to be out of pain. That's one of my passions. I just want you to make you feel good every day. I don't even want, 
you to like have to lift 355 pounds. I want you to be able to lift your arm past your shoulder. And, and that was a big thing for me. So what's crazy is I used to do that. I used to be very manipulative on him, like really just massaging him and moving all that and do strengthening for him. And then when we went into COVID, it was a, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't help you. I can't touch you. I can't be in the same place as you, but we made it work. And now this man is reaching out for the sky. You know, he's moving and grooving. And he used to, he used to throw his back out like every, probably every other month. And I used to have to just release it and help him through it. And now he, I haven't heard him throw out his back and he commends me for that. And I tell him, you're, you're an advocate of me. You listen. You do what you're supposed to do on your own time. And guess what? You use it in your daily life. And that's what that's what my training is all about. It's not just about making you sweat and be miserable for an hour. There's a reason why we're doing this. There's a reason why I'm doing this movement. And she's making me think about how to do it because I sit every day. I pick things up every day. I have to reach for things every day. I used to throw my back out. Now I don't anymore. And that's that's what I do. And that's what I love to do. And I don't like to just make people sweat, I promise, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's also it's also to have them be educated as to why they're doing it is my big thing when I train. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you're using your kinesiology background yep. uh, to help them <laughs> with alignment issues and strengthen in certain, certain areas. I see people's bodies in a different way. Like... I can tell if you have a dust job. I can tell if if your back hurts. And I learned it all from my last job. You know, he really makes you look at joint placement and your posture and really talk to people about what they do in their lives. And it's cool because like I'll, I'll, I'll be watching one of my clients do a squat and their pelvis is like tilted. And then I'll just ask them random questions be like, okay, does your side feel this connection? Do you feel like you're pushing through this foot? And oh, by the way, do you feel your abs? And the, like half of those questions, I'll already know the answers to. I just need to make sure that you feel what you feel. And what's crazy, it, that helps me out a lot when I can't be in the same place. And it's a, it's a relationship I have to build too. But it's cool because then it gets them to know what's happening in their own body, the awareness that they need to build. Sure. So you're you're empowering them, which I think is one of the most important things we can do for each other mm-hmm. is empowering something that is helpful. So, oh my goodness. Wow. So you, you're doing that and you're doing it online. Yes. I have a very big variety of clients, one that wants to build the strength and make sure he doesn't feel bad every day. But then I have a, a person that's literally my age. He's 27 years old. Six, five foot dude, um, six, five dude. And he goes to the gym. He brings me on FaceTime, has me watch him. He's a big dude. He really knows how to build stuff. And, and, but he'll, he'll ask me, he's like, Hey, what can I do when I'm not on a call with you? And I want to work on ring work and I want to go for walks that are longer. And I said, cool. Like if just walking is your deal, this is how long you're going to do it. Maybe pick up the pace this long and then come to your ring, ring work, which takes a lot of muscle connection. The more muscle connection that you have, the more actual out of breath you get. And that's cardio. And I, I like to, I like to, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, a lot of people think cardio is running, biking, 
cycling, like hiking, like it's, it, it is, it truly is, but it's really just getting your heart rate up. And so whenever I talk powerlifting, you know, I can lift up something really heavy, but who has 355 pounds lying around? Nobody. So you rep it out now. So you change, you change it to where it's like, if you did 20 squats, very like connected, integrated and everything, you'd be just out of breath if you went and walked a lap outside. It'd be the same. It'd be exactly the same. And again, depends on depends on who I who I have and what they want. And I have a couple. They're in the same house. And <laughs> I had them in group classes when I was at that gym. And uh, they have jump ropes. So I, I do interval stuff, just jump roping. Cause they're, they also don't, they're like, we don't want to even go outside. Like we don't want to leave our house. Like we're <laughs> safe. we, we, we want to stay in. And it was funny when I was uh, asking them how to, how, how do you guys want to change up your routine? I, I try to change it up a little bit, like between one and three months, you know, and I, I sit down with them. Okay. What do you want to do next? I just don't want to be out of breath when I'm walking my dog. Okay. So what do we have around the house? And they're like, okay, well, we have, we have a jump rope. And I said, cool, let's do it. And so we do a little strength training and then I go, okay, we're going to go jump rope for a minute. Okay. We're going to go strength train. Okay. We're going to come back and we're going to jump rope in between. So it keeps their heart rate moving and grooving in the way. And I love it. Cause they'll just tell me, they'll just be like, Hey, I went on a, on a walk with my dog. I feel 10 times better when I do it now. So it's pretty cool. I get to do it for each individual person on how they and they're like you said in your own life and your own realistic scenario too did you ever ever think that your positive imprints were going to be this never i never ever thought one i even put on my website i never thought i would be a personal trainer one and two i you know i i really am so thankful for the people that followed me during this time but also they reassure me every day that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm making a difference in their life. Oh my God, I can't believe I've done this. It's really cool to see that people really love what I do. And it's, it's great because I'm, I know I'm making that imprint because they'll go tell their family and be like, look, this is how you release this. This is how you should be doing it. This is how you should think about it. And they'll be like, I told my brother, my sister, my friend, I did this. And I'm like, that's that's all I ever wanted. I want you guys to be just as smart as I am. I want you guys to know as much as I do. And that's, I think, why I do what I do. Sure, because the more we get to know our body, the better off we are as far as, like you say, releasing certain points or doing certain things so that we're not going to be in pain yeah. the next day or yep. whatnot. Oh, good for you. I'm this is this is really, really really interesting <laughs> and, and I'm enjoying it. So a barbell here and there changed your dream. Mm -hmm. What kinds of inspirational words do you have for the listeners with regard to our bodies? Yeah. You know, even, even as young as I am and I battled with my body, I've not always loved it it's actually currently at a place that is not a hundred percent at love, but at the same time, and I, and I, I went, I've been going through therapy and stuff. And one of my therapists, she, she made a really good point. The body that you're in right now has technically survived a lot of things. And to bring up, you know, full circle of Ethan, 
and also another tragedy my my family just recently went through it's you know stress i stress eat uh some days i don't even want to get out of bed and the cool thing that she said was you know your body survived something it's gone through something and guess what it's still here even if you packed on a few pounds guess what it's because you went through something you fought through something oh yeah you know I did. I I had those hard days. I had, you know, I ate more than I probably should have or just stayed in bed a lo- too long. And, you know, a lot of people do a lot of, of that guilt trip to themselves. But the real the realistic thing is I was coping. I'm just trying to get through life. I'm trying to see how I am day to day, not just physically, but mentally. And I I ask my people that all the time. So really just be in tune with yourself. Be real with yourself. Hey, Today, I'm not feeling it. That's okay. That's totally fine. But the days that you're like, okay, this is it. Let's do it. Take advantage of it and don't hate on it because some days it is harder than most. And especially, gosh, I, I tell my clients this all the time. I can't believe you still call me after 2020, you know, and it's been hard for people. And just be real with yourself. If, if today's not the day, then today's not the day. I, I put it in the perspective of just make one commitment to yourself. It doesn't have to be a list of commitments. Just make one. If it's getting up every day, you did it. You know, if it's going for a walk in the middle of the day, you did it. It's just those one things. And if you conquer that one thing, make the next commitment, not resolution, because most people can't keep resolutions. It's a commitment to yourself, not for others. Do it for you. And that's what I always, always remind people. Of. I have to remind myself of that too. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's not making the resolution, but making the commitment to ourselves to better ourselves in some way. And I love that you said, do one thing. So a resolution, of course, we look at as the whole year long. Right. But commitment. Oh, yes, Kyla, this is tremendously wonderful. It's important. And I think that listeners certainly will take this to heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's a good reminder. And what's cool is a lot of people always do resolutions, resolutions, resolutions. Has it ever worked out for you? Right, Have, right. You just always restart on January 1st? <laughs> you know, so to me, it's like, take the opportunities as they come. If today is the walking day, do it. If today is the sleeping in bed and watching Netflix day, do it, you know, and enjoy, enjoy that. Because I think, I've I've gone through too much as a young person to let anybody else do that. When you have your hour with me, I want you to love it. I don't want you to hate me after totally. I want you to enjoy what you're doing and know why you're doing it so that you can enjoy other things in your life, not just the hour that you have with me. So wonderful. Well, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram. Purely Strong Fitness. Uh, same with Facebook, Purely Strong Fitness. You can visit my website, purelystrong.com. And I'm all I'm I'm always on there. So you can always hit me up, do all the things. And most of my posts come from Instagram. So yeah, I have motivational quotes. I also post videos on how you can do stuff at home. Yeah. And I just want to educate everybody and do what I can. Well, that's wonderful. And and I certainly appreciate that you provided all sorts of different examples for people at home that are are safe. And I certainly appreciate that you did listen to 
somebody in your life where you went to this gym and tried something new. Because a lot of times people don't want to try something new and you really dove into it. And wow, look at you now. And I'm, I'm so sorry that it's, it's COVID, but you are making a difference and you are bringing those positive imprints into people's lives and vice versa. It sounds like they're bringing positive imprints and inspiration to you as well as we venture through as citizens of the world, this whole COVID uh, yeah. pandemic. Yeah. And not to keep griping on about my clients, but one of them, you know. Oh, that's fine. You yeah. love them. And that shows. <laughs> one of them, he said it right. He's just, he, he said, you know what? I look forward to this hour just for connection, for someone to, to, to be with. And I think most of us need that time. And they've, they've really pushed me through this too. And so I always talk about them. I always tell everyone about them because they're wonderful people and that they're just real people. They're real. They're real and raw, you know? So that's why I love them. Yes. And I certainly love the way you have defined yourself as the realistic trainer. Yes, ma'am. And that, that's very appropriate. So Kyla Duncan, thank yes. you so much for keeping the heart rate moving and grooving. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing your positive imprints here on your positive imprint. Yes. Thank you so much. To learn more about Kyla, visit her website, purelystrong.com. Your positive imprint. What's your PI?